Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Bald Guy Podcast with your host, Jeff Brown, and our guest, John Park. Welcome, everybody. This is Jeff Brown. You probably know me as Bald Guy. Today, we're going to be talking to one of my elite specialists. He specializes in self-directed IRAs and 401ks. His name is John Park. Welcome, John. Thank you very much, Jeff. Nice to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about self-directed IRAs and whether you should hold them as uh, an LLC for your checking account or a trust. Before we get into contrasting and comparing them, John, what is the IRA trust? Well, sometimes it's easier to explain what the IRA trust is not, uh, because many people believe that if, you know, if they Googled IRA trust, they see a lot of references to the trust being a beneficiary of the IRA. In this case, it is simply a revocable trust that is being established to manage the IRA assets. As the trust, it is not the beneficiary. Uh, that, Like I said, that's a totally different kind of trust. In this situation, the IRA is both the grantor and the beneficiary with the account owner being the trustee who conducts the activities on behalf of the trust. Got it. Got it. Now, one of the things that people ask me all the time is, why can't we just use an LLC? And my answer uh, starts out with the word California. Would you explain why that is true? <laughs> yeah, boy, we love we love the state of California. This is one area where I understand why people don't love the state of California. Basically, the state of California Franchise Tax Board has what's lovingly referred to online as an LLC tax, even though it's not, in general terms, it's not a tax, uh, but it's a fee associated with establishing the LLC. So when I'm dealing with a client in California, and if they're wanting to do things correctly by how the Franchise Tax Board says things need to be done correctly, if they open up a California LLC, they are going to get assessed an $800 annual fee just for operating that LLC. And what's unfortunate in the case of the IRA LLC, as you know, Jeff, is the LLC structure is only being used to make investments on behalf of the IRA. It's not conducting what we would normally you know, associate with active business activities. You know, they're not running a business out of that LLC. They're strictly making investments on behalf of either a tax-deferred or, in the case of a Roth, a tax-free IRA. Perfect. So what I'm getting from what you just said, John, is that Generally speaking, not always, but generally, you believe that an IRA trust is superior to have having an IRA LLC for the checking account if they think they're going to invest in California or a few other states. Correct. The, you know, kind of what I consider my top five as far as in this case being the top worst states uh, related to fees, California is, is probably number one. Uh, but followed behind that, uh, Massachusetts, Illinois, Maryland. I'd possibly include Texas and Florida in it with that as well. But the costs associated with having the LLC in those states can be quite high, where quite honestly, it might be a very strong consideration for people in those states or investing into those into an investment in those states to utilize the trust versus the LLC, but for sure with California. And to be really as clear as possible, John, if they live in one of those states or they're investing in one of those states, even though they don't live in them, then the trust becomes an issue they should really investigate. Absolutely, because the, the cost in establishing the trust, while it's a little bit more than the IRA, IRA LLC structure, 
typically will not only save them some hassles down the road with what they're thinking about doing investment related using that LLC in that state, but in addition to saving the money, there's some other benefits of the trust. And quite honestly, and especially for the people that we talked about in those states, they will actually save quite a bit of money. Uh, for people in other states, you know, it's one of those things that I just like to get on a conversation with them, review their options with them. Uh, we establish both uh, the IRA LLC and the IRA trust. So there's no inherent bias towards one product over the other. But that's why I want to visit with folks to really understand their situation and explain to them why either the trust or the LLC may be the best option for them. Generally speaking, would you tell anybody that tells you straight up they either live in California or one of the other states or are going to invest in any of those states? Would you tell them ever to use an LLC over an IRA trust? Uh, not at all. And let's let's use a good example that we're both familiar with. In the case of California, you have that $800 a year uh, fee associated you know, with that LLC. The setup cost in California is very inexpensive. It's only $70. But the $800 is, is really obviously a, a deal killer for a lot of people. You know, some people will choose to set up LLCs in other states, which obviously would be in contrast to what the Franchise Tax Board would say should be done. So not only do you have that expense of the $800 per year, but if you choose not to utilize California's structure with that LLC and they find you down the road utilizing an LLC in another state, you not only incur those past year's fees of $800, but also penalties. So absolutely in, in a handful of states without question, including California, I would say the trust by far is the better option than the IRA LLC structure. My uh, numbers over, over time have generally proven that by the end of two years of investing in California or one of the other states, or if you live there, that uh, in two years, you've pretty much paid for any extra cost of having the IRA versus the LLC. Do you agree with that? Yeah, probably even less than that. Because either way, you know, the client's going to have a fee, you know, a professional fee for establishing the IRA LLC structure or the IRA trust structure. I can easily tell you that in the, in the case of California, uh, they recoup that basically in a year or less. What is the cost, generally speaking, of establishing a trust, IRA trust? We're very fair with that. There's not that many providers in this marketplace with the trust product, but the trust uh, that we've established with an ERISA attorney is, is $1,200. And in contrast to an IRA LLC, which is $800, but the $800 is the professional fee. Then you have the LLC costs to establish and then obviously ongoing LLC costs. So you can definitely see that in a lot of states, the IRA trust fee structure is going to be slightly higher at the beginning, but most clients will recoup those fees within anywhere probably from one to two years, generally speaking. Now, is there anything that you've seen that you would like to add before we close out today? Well, I think if... If you would like to, we can discuss some of the other benefits associated uh, with the IRA trust. You know, obviously, most individuals are looking at the IRA trust as what does it cost? How much would I save? How much would I not save, et cetera? And that's obviously the number one reason that people are looking at the trust. But there are other benefits in having the trust over the IRA LLC if you would like to review those. Why don't you give us an outline of those? Sure. So first of all, and this may or may not be of significant interest to people, but besides the cost savings or the potential for the cost savings utilizing the trust, you also have the aspect of privacy. Some people, you know, don't care. Some people do. 
Uh, but as all of us know, when you file an LLC through a respective state and that Secretary of State's office, that is all public domain information. It's there. It's available for anybody to look at. It's not that that is bad or it's wrong, but with the uh, IRA trust, there is no filing. Trusts do not uh, get established or are filed with a state's Secretary of State. So that is not on the radar, even at the state level, where an LLC is fully you know, publicized. You also have the issue of uh, whether or not a trust is required to have an EIN. And a revocable trust, while it can file for an EIN, most CPAs would advise their clients that a revocable trust should just be established with that individual's social security number. What this does, without getting too detailed, is I'm kind of a firm, I'm not a conspiracist, but I'm also a firm, I'm also a firm believer that you don't have to be on a radar if you don't need to be on a radar. So when that trust is established as a revocable trust, the IRS doesn't require that that trust have an EIN number. So many CPAs would say, why have an EIN for that trust? Because one, it kind of puts you on the radar that you're out there. And what I mean by that, Jeff, is being put on the radar is now does the IRS expect a tax return for that particular entity, in this case, the trust, because it has an EIN. So why even go down that path of potentially being requested or asked why there's no tax return for the trust if there's no requirement to even have the EIN in the first place? And I think that's a very large benefit and consideration for the individual who's considering the trust. Boy, that makes total sense. Total sense. John, thank you so much. I think you've shed a ton of light on this question. And I think anymore, uh, I'm having all my clients use a trust versus an LLC, which is different from most of the practice around the country. Thanks so much for being with us today, John. Jeff, I appreciated the opportunity and thank you very much. That's it, folks. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time. You have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Bald Guy Podcast with Jeff Brown and our guest, John Park.